Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 160. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And evidently not everyone liked my taste of music for the pre-show. Everyone is a fucking critic. (laughs) Because he has a very bad, high-pitched voice and need not use it in every single one of his fucking songs. Well, I don't know about that now. Yeah, well... I didn't even think there was a heavy metal version of Simple and Clean. I'm just... I just happened to come across it on his fa- on his YouTube page. Yeah, well, not everything you find on YouTube is good. Just look at Justin Bieber. See, we have to blame we have to blame um people for liking that. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, well, I can blame you for liking this, can't I? No, not really. Yeah, I can. No, can't blame the captain. Because you pick the one horrible song or one of the horrible songs he has on that sh- on that freaking thing. It is not. It is so. Ugh. Out of everything you could have picked of his, you pick the one song I really, really think that he cannot sing. Okay, Bette Midler. What? <laughs> I don't think he can sing it. Uh, he should have used the lower pitches that he's used in other songs for it. Uh, The high-pitched squeeching is is not good, and it kills the song. That's just my opinion. And my opinion is the one that counts. Since uh, when? Since forever. You You need to get off that high horse there, little lady. Since forever. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hi, everybody. We are live tonight, week of March 15, 2014, and just so you know, if you haven't done your taxes, you have two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. Yes, it'll be me 15 minutes before midnight punching everything in, just seeing how much money I owe to government, but anywho. You still haven't put yours in? No. Dumbass. I've been busy. Dumbass. Bitch. Dumb ass. Alright, I'm going to move on. So we're going to be doing this for the next two hours and people are going to start taking bets, okay? Like I said, we are live that week of April 15, 2014. Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net with chat room is Vog, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. There is a link that you click on. Whatever your default chat client is, it'll see it and bring it right to the chat. And as we and as we uh, look into the chat room here, we're in response to our pre-show. Um, Nemesis47 says, I can see Paul Stanley of Kiss making a cover simple and clean. And Ari Rockefeller begins to lose his shit. <laughs> oh God! About that. Yes, and Anson Mark saying he did his taxes back in January and telling me to enjoy my penalties. Actually, 
you could file as late as October 30th and you won't have any penalties, so... Still gonna do it anyway tonight, so... And then we have our usual wrestling reference of Erwin Arshyster, so... And followed by Rajan, who hasn't filed taxes in 10 years. You bastard. <laughs> Either he's unemployed or works for the Mafia. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Alright. Let's go ahead and um, kick things off with Ari with, How was your weekend? How was your day? Well, somehow I don't think it was inspiring as yours, but I'll surge ahead anyway. Mm. Uh, mostly it's been working. I uh, saw Captain America the Winter Soldier this weekend after not being able to see it last week. How was it? Really good. People were, were telling me that it was better than Avengers, uh, but I wasn't feeling it. It was still good, though. Uh... Look for the very blatant Samuel L. Jackson slash Pulp Fiction reference towards the end if you uh, see if, if you see it, the movie. Because it's like right there for a couple seconds. It's like, hey, look what we made, Mr. Jack. Look at Mr. Jackson made us put in this scene. Well, if I get everything done I need to by the end of this week, I may end up going to see it uh, Saturday. And another thing, uh, I was going around this one mall I've, I've gone to for a uh, life, and one of the, a piece of my childhood died because the arcade in it was long gone. Oh. It was replaced with a Bath and Body Works. What? And there's another Bath and Body Works on the top floor. Well, I mean, if they're making their money and shit, you know. Hey. Which is weird because they were to uh, EB Game Stores in that same mall, and one of them, the, the one on the lower floor, is now an H and R Block. Hmm. And they just said, "No, downstairs one wasn't pulling in enough money." So there was that. Well, it's kind of no different from going to a mall, and on one floor there's a, a GameStop, and then there's another, farther up there's another GameStop. I actually know of a place that's like that. But anywho. It's like the uh, Starbucks across the street from a Starbucks. Mm. Too many of those but, around here. But yeah, that's how things went for me. Alright, cool. Alright. Let me go ahead. I hope no one heard me typing, but if you did, many apologies. Marco, how was your week and how was your day? Well, most of my week spent... Uh, was either spent getting ready for PAX or at PAX or traveling to PAX or traveling mm -hmm. back from PAX. But uh, before PAX, <clears throat> um, I got my plushie finally. Hmm... I am so excited over this plushie, you have no idea. Na 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 Bat duo! Yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Many, many moons ago, I had commissioned, um... From one of our friends who does plushie commissions. I, uh, commissioned her to do, um... A plushie based off of some... Fan art, but more, it's like part of those like weird comic y things, anyway. Mm. Um, like in the manga, but it's it's mostly like fan art doujin, but it's a little chibi duo with bat wings. And the pictures have been around forever, and if you're into Gundam Wing, you've probably seen them. 
So I've wanted this plushie forever and finally broke down and got it done. So now it is in my hot little hands and I am so excited. Awesome. Okay. All right. And we're moving right along. Move along. What? No, I was telling Winamp to move along. Oh. Uh. Because I told it to skip to the next track and it just continued to play. I'm like, skip to the next track. I know when that happens. I know, I know. Hopefully when they relaunch Winamp, there'll be so many increased fixes and changes for it, for the better. So, along with Mako, we've been getting ready for PAX and it was freaking fun. Um... Let's see what else is going on. I finally got my uh, crock pot from Mako from from Black Friday, which I need to crack that bad boy open this weekend and just play around with it. Cook something that lasts me the whole weekend, which I probably will end up doing. Still got like two, three boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Got a couple of them in the freezer still. Um, my PlayStation 3 is finally fixed, so tomorrow I will be swinging by to pick that puppy up and finish watching all of Ron the One Half, which I did find out Season 2 is now available for pre-order. You gonna snatch that up? Oh, hell yeah! It'd be quite uncivilized of me not to. Quite. Mm-hmm. Works. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Work's been pretty good, you know, and I really can't complain about that, except for my uh, co-worker, who... Sometimes I wonder what goes on in his head, and then I stop and decide not to, because he reminds me of me several years ago, being getting into the IT field, but he is much more experienced, and higher on a level scale than I am, so it's like, what the hell, dude, what the hell... Actually, that's pr pretty much it. I can't really talk too much more because it's all going to be part of our uh, PAX um, review. And yes, I do have a lot of swag sitting here, so. Swag is good. Yeah, but one thing I will kind of jump on real quick is that I don't know if my voice is coming over a little bit better, a little bit clearer, but I upgraded my headphones from the Astro A30s to the Astro A40s. And these things are fucking wonderful. Yeah, you sound really thrilled about them. I do. It's like the audio quality, it just, the audio just hits me like more surreal. And I can tell with the microphone, the vo my voice is a little bit better, so. Yeah, he was um, pretty freaking giddy. And I say giddy because he was giddy on Friday. Damn right I was. I'm surprised he wasn't like bopping around, and it, it was it was pretty funny to watch. I know, and I also went out and got my new phone, and I and I left Sprint for T-Mobile. And the Galaxy S5 is a is a dream. It is wonderful. And one thing I noticed is that normally when I leave work and come home. I end up um, with down to about battery power is down to about between sixty and seventy percent. When I left, my battery was at eighty-seven, and with all the running around traveling I did, and I left every left everything on like GPS, mobile data, all of that. Only ten percent of battery was gone, so I really can't complain about that. 
Could just be that you have fresh batteries in that thing, too. Possibly so. But um, I haven't even put in, like, a task killer, so I'm just going to let let see how that runs for a few weeks before I do anything. And that's pretty much is just of, of, of our weeks, more or less. Alright. So, like I said, this is our PAX East episode, or as it is aptly titled, um, aptly titled, to paraphrase Daniel Bryan, PAX! 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 <laughs> I was hoping someone would do a chant like that, but I seriously doubt it would have happened. No, no, yes and no chants are much easier to and more mimetic to start up. True. True, but you know, with every geek gaming crowd, there's always a few wrestling fans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is why they pop up so much more easily. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, rooming with a bunch of uh, wrestling fans was uh, an experience. And as ActDef says, the PAX movement. I got, I got nothing wrong with that, you know. And if we go back to chat room, uh, we have from Hockey Common, Bat Duo, the baseball-capped Gundam Crusader. Yeah. So would that make Hero Robin? <laughs> mm. <laughs> right now, the crack in Mako-chan's skull is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> See that mag- that massive, you know, cross vein just growing, growing, growing until it just like takes on a life of its own. It's more like that expression when Ray from Sailor Moon when she gets pissed at at Usagi. She, you know, when she closes her eyes, she just starts getting pissed. You just see that expression. It's more like it's something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. All right. <laughs> True, but the thing is, you can't reach me. Mm, I can in less than two weeks. I'm Less really scared. You know, uh, Zenkai Con. I, right. I gotta start. I gotta send that last minute paperwork for that, so we can, so I can take care of that. But anywho, enough about that. We're gonna go ahead, take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk about packs. We have some couple of cosplay, anime, and interesting stories to cover. So we will be back.
like independent podcasts please check out some of our independent podcasting friends it's orange lounge radio where they discuss video games gamer culture and lifestyle with sky dark sakura and loki listen live sundays at 9 p.m eastern time on vognetwork.com and right before them is the bobby blackwolf show it's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m if warcraft is your taste listen to horde house with sky and extifer wednesdays at 10 if you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com. 
If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. So, yeah, in the background, in our little chat here, me and Ari, we were talking about planning out for Nauticon, and, you know, I think I may just be able to get rid of all the excess alcohol in my house. Just maybe. Well, give it the old college try. Yeah. And given that the price, and I was looking at the room prices, and even if it's only the two of us, that still ain't bad, you know? I think I'm going to go ahead and take care of that. That way it's all good. And we already have an interview lined up. So what does that tell you? We do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Mako John had mentioned that um, she has made an executive uh, decision in regards to Zenkai Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... So my assistant for video ended up getting a new job and can't get the time off that is needed. Um, so I've decided to make my duo plushie um, the, my assistant in his place, and all complaints will be taken care of by the Shinigami and dealt with appropriately. Yes. Explosions. And I think in the con book where they list all the staffers under assistant video head, bat duo. I say and it's kind of funny to watch someone get into an argument with a plushie and lose. Mm-hmm. And I think you should see him making making him an, a, a, a staff badge, too. I... Hmm. I might have to take mine and just go and get it shrunk down. Mm-hmm. And I will cut that shit out and put it on some sort of string and strap it around his neck. Don't threaten me, I will do this shit. <laughs> oh, I'm totally for it. Yeah. yeah, so are we. Therefore, threaten, 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 threaten. Mm-hmm. Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about doing this uh, since I got the plush, actually. I'm like, hmm, I need an assistant. And here's a good one who won't talk back about me or to me or um, basically... He won't do anything, so I get to run everything. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. (laughs) And we just found out that the program book has already been sent out for printing, so... Well, maybe another con you decide to staff. Maybe. Maybe. I'm giving staffing a uh, very large break, though. Hmm... I'm having too much fun with you guys to not, you know, be with you guys during cons. Understandable. And let me ask y'all, has it been raining down there by y'all? Yeah, it's been raining on and off all day. I'm getting reports of snow. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting... I, I don't know if I still hear the rain, so I know it hasn't turned over to snow yet, but it's supposed to get down into the 20s or something tonight. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I'm looking at the weather now. It says here, 44 feels like 26. Wow, that's mostly wind chill anyway. Yeah. 
I'm hearing reports of snow, like in I think a little bit in the Philly area, further south in the Baltimore, Maryland that area. Wow. Yeah, it's well, still a little too chilly. Mm. It's still a little too warm. It's not chilly enough yet. All right, enough about that. Let's go ahead and talk about packs. All right, I'm I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some um video gaming music for this. Should have thought of this earlier, but a trip a chip tune version of Trollala. Don't make me go looking for it. Don't. <laughs> okay. No. No, I I'm not looking for I'm not looking for that. Um, let's see. This. Uh, let's see. Is it this one or this one? All right, it might be this one. Let's let me. Give this play real quick and check. Now, let's go to the next one. Actually, what the hell, you stupid, stupid one amp. Just want to cooperate? Yeah. It all sounds the same. There we go. Now, I'm playing Anamanaguchi's Another Winter from Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Don't talk about winter, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. Only because a lot of the games at PAX were basically 8-bit, 16-bit style games, which I thought was pretty cool. But let's... We're going to go ahead and kind of break down our trip and everything down methodically, but quickly and efficiently. Now, the plan was to leave 9, let me get my hair cut, be on the road by 10, pick up uh, Zaku, and be up there by 2.33 o'clock. Yeah, when does that ever work? Depends on um, if I fail the roll, if I fail a roll check. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. Got up late. The bar, my barber shop, I go to. Dude wasn't there, so we went to another one, and we made our way on out. Picked up um, Zaku, and we made our way down. Now, we kind of screwed up on the badges, but I got that taken care of. Like, not even two hours into the trip, that was taken care of, and I'm very thankful for a good friend of mine who helped me with that, and I got to finish taking care of that soon. So. As soon as we hit the Boston border, I realized I forgot my pants for Dr. Luigi. Yeah. Yeah, well, it still worked out. Yeah, it did. Because everybody knew the character. It was just I was trying to be as accurate as possible. And, you know, honestly, I wasn't going to try to go spending $30 that weekend just for a pair of slacks when I already have, like, a, pair, a set already, you know? Mm. But then we get to the hotel... And that's where our problems begin again. Now, you, this always this generally happens a lot when you book a room. They generally tell you end up with a king size with an option for uh, double beds, or sometimes you do get the double beds. So, for every packs I've stayed at the Westin, this has happened where I end up with king beds, and I have to keep calling for double beds every single day. For the last two years, I've been successful. This year, nada. 
but the manager was willing to work with us, so we got guaranteed rollaway carts for for the rooms. Now, one of my friends who was staying with us, Jess, she was able to get us a second uh, rollaway cart in the room. If you're on my personal Facebook, there is a picture. If not, I will post that picture to our um, Facebook fan page. And then I go ahead and I hand him the card to pay for the rooms. Now, there was a difference I had to cover, which was going to be taken care of on Friday. So I told the guy, you know, swipe for one room, for two rooms, one night. And then let it roll over for the next night. Guy screwed that shit up too. So I'm like, what the fuck? Luckily, a friend of mine was able to help us. We got the hotel rooming situa- situated, and, um, yeah. So that Thursday, you know, we settle in, relax, unpack, start a bit of the pre-gaming. Then we went to meet up with the sisters from ESH, and we drank, ate, and toasted. That was pretty much Thursday. As you know how it is with a lot of cons. I mean, even though you're a cosplayer. I know there was a few cosplaying friends of mine that was there who were doing um, photo shoots that evening, which is like, okay, cool, no problem. So, let's roll ahead with uh, Friday. Maka, you want to talk about what you did on Friday? Um, let's see. Friday... Uh, well, Friday, we basically just, uh, we basically just walked around the expo hall Mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And, okay, I'm going to take this question from the chat. Nemesis 47 asks, was it a new Cards Against Humanity pack for this year's packs? Oh my god, yes! Of course. All right, so... This is great. This is great. They they really, really trolled people this year. So... Crowdsourcing. Well, yeah, because last year, um, in the PAX swag bag, you got, I think, PAX, uh, Pack B of uh, three, because there's A, B, and C. Um, and then had to find A and C, um, which were actually being given out by the uh, Cards Against Humanity uh, guys. This year, um, there were packs of Cards Against Humanity in the swag bags except that they were in packages of oatmeal. Oatmeal? Oatmeal. So a lot of people, when they first went through, did not realize that uh, that the Cards Against Humanity cards were in those oatmeals, and people were just like, oh, can I have your oatmeal? Oh, can I have your oatmeal? And people were giving them the oatmeal, thinking that it was just oatmeal. Yep. Not realizing that um, the cards were actually in there. Or as it said on the flyer, pone meal. Mm-hmm. You think that was her first guess? Yeah. But you know how it goes. Yeah, so there are 27 new uh, PAX East cards. And they were also selling the uh, 90s edition. Yeah, I have that. I didn't open that up yet. But what was funny was when people found out that in the packs of Oatmeal were the the Cards Against Humanity cards, I saw people dumpster diving faster than a homeless man running Mm -hmm. away from the cops. 
Yeah, because they had a couple of uh, garbage cans right there. Mm -hmm. And people thinking it was just oatmeal had started throwing them away. So people were just, you know, diving in and taking everything out looking for oatmeal. Now it makes a lot more sense when people would say, can I, can I have your oatmeal? Can I have your oatmeal? You know? And then there was this one cosplayer who was cosplaying Zubot. She had, like, this whole layout of the cards. It was, I called it Zubot's Cards Against Humanity Traders Post. That's what it was. Yeah, she. you could take whatever card she had that you didn't, you could take as long as you had something to drop. Yes. So we picked up a bunch of cards, dropped whatever we had extra of, and actually went through the line again to get her more cards. Yep. I think I, I noticed, um, I think I have three car, three of the card number 27 here, because I found, I fished two out of my bag um, this morning or last night. Yeah, well, I know that I found a couple of uh, cards on the floor that I was just, you know, handing to you. Okay. So that might be what they were. And I bet you right now they're probably going for a pretty penny on um on eBay. Probably. We'll have to remember that for next year. <laughs> we'll see what other kind of dick move they'll do with the uh, Cards Against Humanity stuff. I don't think it was really well, a dick move. Now, considering some of the codes that were given away in the uh, in the swag bags are going for like thirty bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, I, I that's crazy. Look, if you're a big League of Legends fan, if you got fifty dollars to burn for a skin, go right to eBay. Seriously, dude. Seriously. And as ActDef says, yeah, well played, Ka. And Nemesis voice him with Clever Ka staff, clever. Yes, it was quite clever indeed. Yeah, I'm actually looking up right now. Um, so far, nobody is bidding on anything. Mm-hmm. But somebody has um, the 90s Nostalgia Pack. Uh, there's 29 bids on it, and it's topping at $36 right now. That's a $31... Profit right there if you think about it. Yeah, so uh, somebody's going to get that because there's 29 bids. Um, somebody's trying to sell it for $45 as a buy now, but I guess nobody's picking up at it. Um, somebody's trying to s uh, sell the whole set of 27 cards from packs for uh, $49.99. Uh, someone is trying to sell each card of those packs for $5 each. Mm. Uh, I've got another one trying to sell the whole set plus an oatmeal bag uh, for $79.99. Um, somebody just trying to sell the complete set of uh, pone meal uh, for $50. But they're going to make their money anyway. So. Mm -hmm. All right, we've got um, somebody has the whole set. There are 20 bids on it for $42.99. Hmm. Um, somebody's got the whole set, and it's four bids, and it's up to $50. So there are some people bidding on this shit. And a lot of people trying to take advantage of people bidding on that shit. Probably, yeah. Hey. As I, as I said before, I respect your hustle, but if I find it kind of foul, I will call you out for it and keep walking. <laughs> So, anywho, 
pretty much we spent we didn't we kind of stayed away from the big games like um Wolfenstein um what were a couple of the other uh big titles that were there with the long with long waits uh Borderlands and that was a, that was a, that was a sneaky play by um by by, by them too cuz you Marco you heard what they did right no, I'm not sure. All right, they had the Borderlands 2 panel on Sunday. And everybody that went got a free copy of Borderlands the pre-sequel. Wow. Yep. Pre-sequel? Yes, it's the third game, third installment in the game. It's the third installment of the game, but it's actually between game 1 and 2. Yeah. So it's an interquel. Mhm. Like Lion King 1 and a half. Um, and and a couple of friends of mine lost their shit over. It. I was like, it's just a game. But then again, can't say I don't blame them. But you know, yeah, gaming is serious business. Mm-hmm. Yes, and someone had mentioned um the con funk yeah, Regenerator. Yeah, the con funk just wafted around pretty much, but it was there. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. There were a couple of people that smelled like they washed with O2 uh, ass crack. <laughs> but it wasn't it, it wasn't as horrible as some of the other conventions. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the games that we had played, see, we mostly played around with... One thing I had mentioned on OLR is... Is this PAX East 2014 return of the indies, motherfuckers? Which means since you had since Sony, EA, and Nintendo weren't there, you had a lot of third parties. Which means yeah, there, a lot. There, it, hmm? it was a nice lineup of uh, third party indie stuff. Yes, yes. So if I, I'll say this much: if if you really like independent games, independent uh, game titles and so forth this would have been your packs right here this would have been well worth it now one of the games we played we played it throughout the weekend hoping to, to win the prizes was what was it fairway solitaire golf something like that yeah it's a solitaire game but um they were doing it the contest is live where you download the game to your t- to your phone or tablet, and you would just play and try to rank up, and like every day there was a raffle, and if you ranked up, if you were like, they were calling for like the top scores, and if you were there, you either won a thousand dollars in cold hard cash, Xbox 360, or an iPod Mini. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. The the really cool thing is that, um, on Friday, like I didn't know about this game until um Saturday. No, mm-hmm. until. No, it was Friday after the uh, contest was already over. Yeah. Um, I was standing there while Ranma went off and either was... I, I think he was um, checking out another booth or mm-hmm. I think it was... Part, I, well, but you went to go check out one of the raffles, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. I think it was the the Gigabyte uh, raffle. Mm-hmm. So I was standing there... Um, I, no, I was actually in one of the other booths waiting for the uh, the raffle flyers mm-hmm. that we needed. And since I was just standing there, uh, 
one of the women from the other booth came over and she's like, oh, have you heard about this game? I said no, and I went over there since uh, I was basically done anyway. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about the the contest and the prizes and all of that. She's like, yeah, we just got done with the raffle. She's like, um, and it, it was actually pretty funny. She's like, nobody showed up, and you had to be there to get it. So the person in first place showed up and got a thousand dollars. The next person that showed up that had any sort of um, score was 63rd place. Yup. So 63rd place walked away with an Xbox One. The only other person standing there that had actually played the game did not finish playing one of the holes. So did not place and couldn't get the tablet. Mm. So I think I think that happened to me on Sunday when they when they timed it down. I I finished like maybe like ten seconds after the contest and I mm-hmm. couldn't rank in. I was like, well, fuck it. Yeah. So we went back Saturday and Sunday, and I guess because people had heard that so many people hadn't been there, that more people showed up. Um. So Saturday, um, the last prize went to twenty third place. And then Sunday, first, second, and third were there, and then they gave the um, the extra ta- the extra iPad Mini that wasn't given away on Friday. They gave that away on Sunday to number four mm-hmm. because they were all there, which kind of pissed me off. But oh well. It, no, no. Here's the thing. You know what was really? I, I was uh, Saturday night when I was going off to the concert. I'm online playing the game. I rank up to like 190,000 points and then I don't know what happened. It just wouldn't go through for the final round. I was like, fuck. Yeah. um, That's like me. I was actually playing in the room on uh, Saturday night when I was done in the lounge Mm -hmm. and um, I had gotten up to... Uh, 22nd place and by the time I woke up in the morning things had crapped out and that game was basically erased and everything like there there was some sort of glitch with the system because Mm -hmm. none of the uh, none of the scoring stuff was up so I had a feeling that at some point over the night they had to reset the systems that that might have explained what happened to my um to my game. That could have been it. It's possible. Mm. But um and th- and then Friday, what else did we do? Um Did we just hang out and just chill in the room and just, just do that pretty well, much? Fr- Friday we did end up going to get dinner. Right, right. Yeah, we went out to for, for dim sum and never again. Not with all of that. Bad? No. No, not bad. We just kind of... One of our friends who came with us over-ordered. Over-ordered uh, by a lot. Yeah. And you guys couldn't finish it? It wasn't a matter of not finishing it. I mean, because we could always take it with us. Mm-hmm. But the bill amount was extravagant for four people. Yeah. Was it was it in over 100 bucks? No, but it came close to that. 
With and, tip it was. Yeah, and then the guy copped an attitude because he felt we didn't give him enough of a tip. So I'm like, you know, I just oh, gave him a five. I'm, I just threw a five down. Like, you know, let's just get out of here. But on Friday, you know, one of the things I had said leading up to the con was that I was going to buy a new set of headphones. And honestly, I was just holding off on getting them because I'm like, I love my A30s. I'm not that big on, I'm not that big of a deal for me to hurry up and upgrade. I'll just wait till PAX comes around and I'll catch a deal. So I go there Friday morning and the girl says, they're 150 I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till Sunday to buy them. And then me and Mako ran into Zaku because I was telling him about the, the Astros. He went up and picked up the A30s, the, the, the headset and the mixer and all the cables. He paid 169 for everything. So I'm like, then they got to have the prices. So I go down there, and the woman's like, the A40s are 127 And I'm like, shut up and take my money. And she then told me that, you know, I wouldn't be able to hook it up to the other consoles, you know, without the mixer. And I said, don't worry, I already have the mixer. So when I need to get onto uh, PlayStation Network or Xbox Live, I'll just move my mixer over because I have an extra USB cable to plug in over there. So I'm fine with that. So that was like one of my great deals right there. And then, now, I didn't realize this till much later, but it was like, as you know, I, I, lo I love my, my Galaxy S3. And S5 was coming out. So I said, you know, I am getting the S5 when it comes out that Friday. I didn't realize till maybe about five weeks ago that it was coming out the same weekend as PAX. So I'm like... I wonder if I can find a place Friday morning. And then it went to, you know, I'll find a place on the way back from PAX on Sunday. But um, when we were going down to Chinatown to eat, I had passed, we had passed the T-Mobile store. I'm like, you know what? I'll go there Saturday morning. So I call up and I ask if they have it in stock, which they do. But they didn't have the black one. You can only order it online. So I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a case... I'm putting a uh, um, screen protector on it. I'll just pick it up. No deal. No, not a big deal. So I go in, switch my plan over, and the guy comes out. And is like, I have one black one left. Do you want it? Yes. And I have to admit, finding out that I only lost ten dollars on the trade-in value of my S3, I wasn't really mad about it. I'm like, well, I only paid fifty dollars, so you know. It's just got to suck for those who pay like 200 but then again, over time, the pr price is going to drop. And then it was like three weeks ago, the trade-in value was like $140. So, you know, I went traded in, paid, I paid like 130 I believe. Because I had to pay, you know, because I had to pay for partial price of the phone, um, some of the service, and that was it. And then he, the guy told me, you know, I'm just paying for the service for two months. Then in June, I paid for the service and the phone. So, and once I hit the halfway point, I can go ahead and upgrade when I can upgrade whenever I want to. So I thought that was uh, pretty damn good. And how did you know I was doing that? I can hear it. Yeah, it was a little too close to the microphone. 
I wasn't even that, but seriously, I wasn't even that close to the microphone, though. Well, then you need to remember that your microphone is a hell of a lot more sensitive. Yeah, it's a lot more powerful. I can't complain about that. Now, let's go ahead and talk Saturday, where we went ahead and did the cosplays. Because, you know, Friday I did Classic Luigi. That was that was a given. Saturday, Dr. Luigi and Mako was Femario. Yeah... I, 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 n- no, Fem Mario. And I still can't believe we didn't get a picture. And I know other people took pictures. Yeah. But... So we ended up playing a few more games. Um, I there was this one. It was it was I can't remember the name of it. It was not. It was like um, one of those games where you. Um, a quick time type game where an action would happen, you would like to slide your finger across, do this or do that for it to continue. That was a so pretty... it's like the micro games from uh, WarioWare. Yeah, but it was more like an actual game itself, like part of the quest. Okay. Um, I played this game called, I think it was called Gravian Z or something like that. But what it was, it was a it was a game that was a throwback to the old school of video games. When the game starts, you get the original classic arcade ROM boot logo. I mean, boot screen. Mm-hmm. And then the logo you, you have you, you have you seen the um it's the logos a cross between Amazinger Z and I guess Macross, but more. Mazinger Z from the 70s, that style logo. All right, I and, think I know what you're talking yeah. about. And then between each of the levels, you get an eye catch, the name of the game, and it says, We'll be right back. Nice. It had, the game had me at that. It's coming up for PlayStation 4 and Steam. I may have to pick it up on Steam. Now, there, they had this other game there called The Order of the Necromancer. It was a beat type game. You played it with keyboard, controller, or dance pad. Yeah, that was actually a pretty awesome looking game, I mm-hmm. guess. It was weirdly awesome. Um, like, well, I, we couldn't actually see what the controls were, but I know you had to move to the beat. Yeah. And you had to move, like, your your arrows were basically which direction you wanted to move in. Mm-hmm. And they actually designed all of the um, the dance pads where it was the characters from the game and the logo and all of that. Um, also, we did stop by the the diversity lounge. It looked kind of dead. For the most part, it was. Yeah. I mean, they had the groups that were in there were good. Um, it was basically just you know. Uh, some people advertising some uh, gay gamer conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of uh, you know female girl power kind of th- uh, things in there. The able gamers um, were in there with um, the able gamers yeah. thing was probably the most awesome thing in there. Custom controllers. Yeah, because they had they they showed all the custom controllers. And were willing to sit down and talk about how they worked and things like that. And that seemed to me, I guess because there was a function to it, 
mm-hmm. the the most worthwhile thing that was actually in that whole room. I mean, everything else, yeah, I get it. I understand why it's there and the whole diversity thing. But sometimes I think it's taken just a little bit too far sometimes. Of course. I mean, honestly, I'm all about the diversity. But I think the diversity among the gamers and the convention goers should be handled by the convention goers itself, not the people who run the cons. That's what I think, too. And I mean, a lot of this is basically because of the whole issue with um, whichever whichever of the ones it was that uh, basically made a horrible comment about cisgender shit. Yeah, cisgender, dick wolves, that whole... That that kind of got the whole ball rolling. So, I mean, I get that, and then that's when all the whole, like, big, oh, well, we need more diversity, we need more diversity. The thing is, just because the guy that runs the company that has his name on the logo Mm -hmm. of the convention may think like that doesn't mean that every other person in this place is going to think like that. Yeah. Um it's like it, it's the same re- like yesterday I was having issues with uh freaking Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. All right. You want you, you want to cover that? You want to talk about that really quick? Well, it's it's basically the same thing. Okay. There's um they did something really stupid for one of their mini competitions. And basically had the drag queens pick between um, pictures, and you had to figure out if it was a she or a she-male. The word she-male is or can be offensive to some people, so I get that. And yes, that was a a little bit too much. But then people started on something that has been in the series from the beginning which um, a lot of these reality shows, when you're doing modeling and stuff like that, they get email. So, like, on America's Next Top Model, you get Tyra Mail. Well, on RuPaul's Drag Race, you get she Mail, and it's she and male as an email. Mm-hmm. Well, people started picking on that. And so that is no longer going to be in the new episodes of um, the series. And a lot of people are pissed off, and they are rightly pissed off, Mm -hmm. because it's like, they're saying basically that not, yes, you're winning a battle, but you're winning a battle against people that are already on your side. And that's what I felt a great deal of the diversity lounge was. It's like, yes, you want a battle, but you want a battle against people that are kind of on your side, not... 99% 99% of the people that are going to PAX are not dicks. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the cool geeks, the ones that are going to be okay with this shit. I have never been to a convention that is so open and n- not necessarily... Welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's so open and welcoming, and I have never had a problem. Whereas I go to an anime convention and the looks I get for cosplaying. I've seen them. I don't get that. This is the first convention in a very long time that people actually wanted my picture. And I don't get that at anime conventions. I don't get that when I go to small town conventions or when I go to larger anime conventions. And yet, 
here I am going to a game convention and people like my cosplay. And it doesn't matter that I'm not, you know, the hot naked chick. Mm-hmm. I have awesome cosplay and they're taking pictures of it. So basically it's this it feels like the same thing that yeah you want to battle but you want to battle against people that are already on your side and give a damn so like i get it i understand the need for you know it to be out there but at the same time you're basically preaching to the choir pretty much and as um let me go to the chat room real quick. From Actef, he says, the whole Dick Wolf thing was seriously overblown, and I have to agree with that, because people will say stupid shit, and I'm like, stupid shit was said, let it be said, and move along. Stop beating it like a dead horse. And Scarlet follows up with the whole diversity thing isn't shoved, and at BentCon, which was a con that was at, I believe, PAX, I believe they had a table there. And according to her, she says, it's just LBGT, LB." LBGQ TQ and allies having fun. Understandable. And she also agrees with what you said about the whole uh, she-male um, issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's the whole thing is getting it's not that it's so PC it's that people are so hell-bent on being out there and being recognized Mm -hmm. that they are not only battling against the people that they need to battle, but they're battling against the people that are actually fighting with them. I mean, like, with the the whole um, RuPaul thing, for the transsexuals to fight against gays and lesbians and drag queens who spend their livelihoods dressing up as women I mean that seems a little you know foot and mouth like what the fuck are you doing kind of thing mm-hmm. and the, sa- the same thing with the diversity lounge just because one person has an issue and I mean not to not to like go crazy about this but I have an issue with how he said it but not why he said the things he did because I don't I don't like the label of cis either but that's like completely different and I'm not gonna like you know go crazy yelling at people but at the same time you know I'm not gonna you know you know I'm if somebody's you know fighting me about it it's like all right I understand you I actually appreciate you and I'm with you and you know I'm part of the community I'm Mm -hmm. not like one of you but you know my mother's a lesbian so I have mad respect for people that are out and doing their thing no matter who they are or what they are or what they believe in so you're gonna you know yell at me because some douche made a comment that's I I mean that's just bullshit for me exactly And as ActF says, those are SJWs for you. The thing I try to stay away from from Tumblr. Now, let's kind of push the train back on track here. Now, Saturday, it was a hell of a lot more crowded. And one of the cool things I saw was over at the Ubisoft uh, booth. They had um, they had a dude doing BMX bike stunts, like in a little, like, 
got his own little uh, yeah, like twenty foot area. Room. It was pretty cool. You know they were rooming on our floor. Were, they guys. were. I did not know that. Yeah, right after we found them, I don't remember what you were doing, but I went up to the room, and they were in my elevator with their bikes. Wow. And got off on the same on the same floor. I meant to tell you that. Oh man, we could have probably gonna hung out with them or something. <laughs> But yeah. Now, did you mention cupcakes and critters? I did not mention cupcakes and critters. You have to talk about cupcakes and critters. All right. So while Rana was once again going off and uh, doing his thing with uh, all the raffles, I needed a sit down. And we had spotted earlier a booth with a gigantic plushy hamster and I mean taller than me gigantic mm -hmm. plushy hamster so after taking a picture um, I decided to sit down and play this game uh, I found out that they were actually at PAX last year and mm -hmm. I had completely missed them um, but they had fleshed out the game a little bit more and basically uh, cupcakes and critters you have to save a cupcake which is sitting on the floor in a house from what are cartoony looking roaches <laughs> and basically you have to touch the screen and squish the bugs so it's a little bit gross but at the same time it's humorous and like as you're racking up points you get things to help you kill the bugs and uh, you get like the little green plastic army men that if you put it down they actually will shoot at the bugs you get little uh, like roach motel uh, kind of things. Um, the best one, though, is you get a hamster in a ball. <laughs> and you can put the hamster in the ball, like, on the floor, and you can roll it, or just let it walk around, and it will actually roll over the bugs. And it's gross and disgusting, but it's fun. Yeah. And they only had part of the first level up running, um, just to show you how the gameplay was and everything. Um, but I'm really, really excited for the game. Everybody that is uh, that has it liked on Facebook will be part of the uh, beta, which they're doing through Facebook. So mm -hmm. it will be a Facebook game first, um, and that will be coming out at the end of the year. So if you want to get in on that, you can uh, like them on Facebook. It's uh, Cupcakes and Critters, and uh, you'll be automatically in for that. And then shortly after that, when they work the uh, quote-unquote bugs out, uh, it'll be released for mobile, phone, Android, uh, all the different mobile things that you can think of, even for Kindle, they said. So I was, uh, I spent a good, uh, what, like half hour, 45 minutes playing this game? <laughs> mm, something like that. Now, speaking of games and tablets, I walked by one booth, and I saw they had Skullgirls on it. So I'm sitting there, and my mind is, is kind of blown because I'm playing Skullgirls via Steam on a Windows tablet, a Surface tablet. They had the USB hub hooked up with two controllers, and I'm sitting there playing the game. I'm like, wow. I mean... I have to admit, it is a great game, but I, my mind is more blown about the fact that it's on a little tablet that, that that you're playing this on. 
So how was the game? It was fun. It was pretty fluid. I mean, even though it, it, uh, in our my discuss, our discussion on Facebook earlier, you know, about when I mentioned about a kill a kill fighting game, the game engine is it's not this. It's it's a different game engine. It's not. It, but it does remind me of more along the lines of the Blas Blue Engine. It was just to me the controlling was kind of fluid and straightforward. And yeah, I, the game seemed to run very uh, yeah. fairly well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I have to admit I am I am impressed by the Surface tablets for what they can do. Uh. I did take some pictures of some epic um, gaming tables if you like to play games like Warhammer 40k. Um, I did take some pictures of not just a lot of cosplayers, but some of the tech that was like like some amazing acrylic looking cases. And A-Data had like this computer about the size of a small desk open with a two foot... No, it had to be... Let's see at least a foot by foot fan on it. I was just like, are you serious? With well, you gotta keep that shit cool. Yeah, but it wasn't even in a case. It was just open. And had like six SSD drives attached to it. And that was a giveaway. Now, speaking of, of, of the giveaway, I did enter in a contest to win um, a keyboard from Cooler Master, and they had um, Typing of the Dead up. And they were promoting it. Game. Say what? I remember that game. Yeah. They were promoting it with their line of mechanical keyboards. And after playing on one, I'm like, I have got to get a mechanical keyboard now. Those things are pretty cool. Like, wait, what do you mean by mechanical? I must be thinking of something else. Like, what do you mean by it? All right. The, the, the inside specs of these keyboards are slightly different. They use what's called cherry switches. You have, I think, cherry red, cherry brown, cherry orange. The different type of cherry switch is optimized for what you're doing. Like, if you're a high-speed typer or a gamer. But, for example, you, you, when you Ari, when you're typing on, on, your, on your keyboard, do you find yourself typing, like, really hard, hard on the keys, like you're banging away at them? Not entirely. But it kind of feels like that. Like, you're pushing out harder than you should be as you're trying to keep up or something like that. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Well, these these the switches are more sensitive, so it's like as soon as you lightly touch the key, it registers. So you don't have to like go. Like, right, let me open up um, Word here, so I don't screw anything. Like, if you could hear my keys, you know, going. Mm-hmm. It's more like. Is it's like as soon as it slightly registers, it picks up. And it's pretty cool. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking. I don't want to just like. It's like either like wave my hand over the keys or just like. Oh no no nothing like that no. This whole bunch of chipperish and whatever I'm trying to write. No, and what's awesome, it sounds like a friggin' typewriter. So I know that's something you'd enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like one of those old, uh, like Apple II machines from like in the '80s, when like you press it like. Oh, it kind of sounds like a yes, something like that. Yes, reloading. something like that, but not, but yeah, pretty much that. And I determined one, keyboard, hmm? one keyboard I saw was uh, like Think Geek was selling it a while ago. It was every single key 
was a, a tiny monitor, and it could be coded to like run different programs and stuff like that. Oh, a macro keyboard, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, I think it went for like twelve hundred bucks. Wow. Like I said, a whole bunch of tiny little monitors. Like you hit caps lock and everything get all the uh, letters get low get uppercased. Uh, they're they're only uppercase. You hold down the shift key, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Actually, see the logos of uh, whatever program it is. That's I haven't that. seen it in a long time now. Well, so maybe I don't know if they even make it anymore. Yes, I was getting ready to say that. So, uh, Mako, what happened to you down at the lounge on Saturday while we were while a bunch of us had gone out? Um. Well, you guys went to the after party, and yes. I was just kind of tired, and my feet hurt from walking around the last two days, so I went down to the handheld lounge. I was just going to, you know, um, street pass and clear everything out and uh, collect all that stuff, but as I'm sitting there, I, I actually got into a conversation with the girl that was sitting next to me. Uh, she just turns to me. She's like, oh, do you play Pokemon? And I said, um... Well, I started, but I'm right now basically just uh, breeding Eevee, so I haven't really, you know, gotten into the game. She's like, oh, do you want to exchange gamer codes? So I'm like, sure. And on my 3DS, um, my little character, my me, is called Mako-chan, and her her saying is... Um, uh, It's something I don't even remember now, but it's something along the lines of the talented one or something mm -hmm. like that. And she's like, "Oh, what does that mean?" So I explained to her that, um, like, the difference between the Japanese and the American uh, Sailor Moon, and Makoto versus Lita, and mm -hmm. her <laughs> getting into the like with the play and all of that, and why she has the most talent. I said, "In the Japanese one, it's because she's got the big boobs." So she's like, oh, you like Sailor Moon. So her and I had an hour, hour and a half conversation about Sailor Moon. <laughs> Talking about the new anime because she hadn't, like, she'd only just heard about it, but hadn't really seen anything about it. So I was, I showed her the art that had been released, and I was showing her some of the new uh, figures that were out, and uh, pointed her to a couple of uh, websites so that she could get some information. So, yeah, I I geeked out. I had a lot of fun just, you know, hanging out and talking Sailor Moon. That's pretty cool. And then on Sunday, we kind of wrapped up. Wait, before we get into Sunday, I went to the, one, of the, one of the after parties, and I went to see the Crystal Method live. That was fucking awesome. But this is something I, I, I got to bring up. Something that, that does bother me a little bit. Now, I understand that in the gaming industry is male-dominated. I get that. I understand that. And I respect any female that's in this industry that's taking names and kicking ass and handling her own business. And I also understand at these after-parties, not a lot of females will go. If they do go, I just don't see them. Um, I know at the curse party last year, it was a little bit more flushed. But this party, it was pretty much 
for every 10, 11 guys, it was one female, and half the females that came with a significant other or they came in a group. So, that's something that, that doesn't really bother me because I get and I understand that. But the one thing that really bothers me more is when there's a bunch of guys standing around on their phones, Facebooking, tweeting, and pretty much social mediaing a way that they're at the party, how awesome it is, and da 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 da. And just standing around, just looking like sticks in the mud. I, most of us probably can't dance to save our own asses. So just get there and just have a good time. I know I got two left feet and I got out there and I partied. I mean, Marco, if you saw the um, Disco Mario, mm-hmm. he was at the party. So I showed up and we kind of we kind of sort of danced off, but it was still cool nonetheless. So my thing is this. If you're at a party, you know, don't stand around. Just go mingle, have a good time. Ain't no one going to bite. It's all good. Yeah, that's... It's like, I understand, like, you need to answer something really quick. You Mm -hmm. take out your phone, you answer it, you put it back, though. I mean, if you're going to go to a party, why be on Facebook? Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's all you're going to do, then, you know, let somebody else in that line in. Yeah, because I actually wanted to step outside to get some fresh air. There was, like, an hour wait to get back in. Fuck that. I stayed in. Screw that shit. So, Sunday, we went around, we interviewed a few cosplayers, and I want to say hi to the amazing Joy. We co- I interviewed her last year, and she was uh, Princess Peach, and this year she was Elizabeth from Bioshock. And she also cosplayed on Saturday. I for- What cosplay did she do, if you remember, when I was handing Saturday, out the candy? she did, um, she was Princess Peach. And she went to change, and then she was a Ghostbuster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was one of the Ghostbusters. And what Mako did, she gave me, like, candy and chocolate. So I'm, like, handing out prescription candy and chocolate. And I think she said she didn't want it or she couldn't grab it or something like that. And you just put it right in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that that was pretty cool. And then we went downstairs, did our last run, and... Marco went looking for this game called Blastem Bunnies. Oh my god, so much fun. Yes. Yeah, Blastem Bunnies, um, it's basically motion controlled. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be for PS4, Vita, and uh, the, three, uh, the 3DS. And basically, um, you can use the directional pad and all of that. Um, if you need to, but for the most part, you basically you lift the controller and it looks up. You drop the controller and it looks down, left, right, all of that, and then you just have one trigger button and that shoots a multitude of different um, weapons at cute little bouncing bunnies. All right, so they're not so cute. Some of them are dressed as ninjas and some of them are, uh, you know. Just uh, coming to kick your ass, but the ones that were flying, they were cute. Mm, yes, they were. But yeah, so basically you're shooting bunnies down um, with a carrot gun or a pumpkin gun or uh, the machine gun is actually a, what is it? That was the red pepper gun? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, so it it's I mean it's cute. Yes, you're, you know, destroying little bunnies and all of that, but it's not like With produce. Yes, you're yes, destroying bunny you're you're destroying bunnies with their food. 
So, I mean, yeah, it's cute, but at the same time, they're, uh, you know, they are still trying to kill you. If you can't eat them, kill them with it. No, and now it makes me really wish that I had uh, brought the uh, killer rabbit from Monty Python <laughs> and had been wearing that, because that would have been amusing. Yes. And one and one of the things I did cover, I did check out was the Oculus Rift. It was amazing. Now, for those of you who don't know, Oculus Rift is a 3D gaming multimedia device. Pretty much, if you remember, like the old the VR arcade headsets, it's like that, but it's much much smaller and it fits comfortably on your face, even if you wear glasses. So I sat that they I they I sat down. They strapped me in, and they handed me a controller. And I'm sitting there on a couch, and I'm looking over. I'm like having like a mini heart attack. I'm like, what the fuck? This is like, I thought I was sitting in a chair, but it's a couch. So I'm realizing this as they had me look in every direction to calibrate itself. I mean to calibrate the device. And I played this game called Couch Nights where it was just two, like, stick-figure-type knights fighting each other, you know? And it was pretty fun. And I have to admit, I would like one of these. And not for nothing, something like this would be pretty cool for playing a third-person shoot, third shooter, you know? That would be pretty cool. But overall, here's my thing with PAX. If you're big into one genre of type of conventions... You may or may not like this, but I say give it a shot. You might just, because this is more of exposition of video games, computer games, technology, tabletop, board games. Yes, there is swag. Yes, there is stuff to buy. There are panels about the gaming community, different games, how to interact with each other. We stopped and did the Nerdcore uh, panel, which was really good. I Hip-hop gamer being a part of the panel this year, it was up and down. It just, I don't know, I guess it wasn't as... I think I kind of liked the last couple of years previously. But that's just me. I say overall, try to go at least once. And you'll enjoy it, at least. What about you, Monica? What's your uh, take? Um, PAX for me is actually one of my favorite conventions because, mainly because I can go out there and I can cosplay and not have an issue with people. Mm-hmm. And it's, even though there are so many people, it's not crowded. I mean, yeah, it's getting a little bit more crowded in the expo hall itself. Yeah. And I have a feeling that they will be opening up more space because they do have more space to work with down there. So I have a feeling they'll be opening it up to uh, allow for a little bit more breathing room mm-hmm. in the next uh, couple of years. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's entertaining. I, I don't feel... Like with an anime convention, I feel the need that I have to go out and do these things and go to panels and, you know, you know, run around all over the place. Whereas PAX, I feel relaxed. It's like I had a couple panels that I really wanted to go to. And while the Cards Against Humanity panel was completely closed out an hour before it even started, mm-hmm. it's just wow. like, I didn't, yeah, it was, it, they really need to move it to a bigger location. Yes. 
but I mean, I, I don't feel the need like, oh, I have to go to panels to get my money's worth. Whereas an anime convention is like, oh, if I don't go to panels, I just feel like I've been walking around and wasting the money and, you know, wasting my time. PAX, there's just so much to do and so much to see and not necessarily in the convention that I don't feel the need to rush. I mean, I can go into the handheld lounge and just, you know, hang out and relax and still feel like I got my money's worth. Mm -hmm. So, So, I mean, I, I definitely recommend trying to get the tickets to go. Yeah, so next year, Ari, you have to come with us. You're going to have a blast at this. Okay. All right. And since we you gotta get me up there one way or another, aren't you? Hell yeah. And as you, that's mm-hmm. normally suggests like to one of our other smaller uh, staffers, they just put them into a suitcase. For me, I think you have to ship me up there freight. No, it is enough room in Mako's trunk. Not with all our shit in there. We'll figure it out. We can Tetris it. <laughs> We can Tetris it. Now, as you know, we mostly cover anime conventions. Here and there, we will do like a gaming or a comic convention, which brings us to this week's open forum topic. Have you ever gone to a non-anime convention, or you regularly gone to various comic, gaming, steampunk-themed conventions and then went to an anime con? What are a couple of the major differences that you have seen? From Nemesis 47... He says, I've been to Starfest, AnomalyCon, which is a steampunk con, and Denver Comic Con as well. The difference is that the anime cons are generally most who attend are mature people, and in Starfest's case, mature and older con-goers, and cosplayers that attend that you see way less butt-scratcher in the game stuff than at general anime conventions as well as less cosplay drama. Other than events and what you can find in a dealer's room, that's pretty much what I found going to other cons anyway. From Bobby Steele. I used to regularly go to Megacom when I lived in Orlando. Very difficult parking at the convention center and even more difficult to drive around in the most busiest street in Orlando International Drive. Megacon is a con that was half anime, half comics, but the comics would take over very easily, especially with most of the scheduling. Since he had uh, left uh, Florida, the attendance has increased dramatically and badges are now limited. From Dokadel. She says, uh, people are more mature at non-anime conventions. From Elena, she says, I find non-anime cons seem to have an older crowd. The staff seems more amiable to assist attendees. But as an anime con, many staffers seem more or less like a cashier or a store employee, either fleeing or quite condescending. Though I can understand as many attendees that are young and kind of using the con as do whatever I want. But still, it's surprising and welcoming when my first non-anime con asking a question results in the usual eye roll and the sigh of, why me? And from Gamer Girl X, she says, Costuming versus cosplay and the competitions of the same name are run differently. I guess if you're a cosplayer and likes to cosplay for fun, you should do packs. If you're a cosplayer who likes to compete and do that and so forth than anything else... Maybe you shouldn't be here. Because it's just, everyone's just throwing together cosplay and just having a grand old time, you know? And now that we're also hearing, they're expanding the PAX franchise. PAX South, which is going to be in San Antonio, Texas, it's going to be the same weekend as MAGFest. And to that, I say, shots fired. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, 
use the passphrase chief. But enough about that. Now that we've covered all of that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and quickly cover um, anime news real quick. Let me see if I can get through this as fast as I possibly can. Alright, let me open up browser. There we go. Alright, we have from Sega. Sega Hardware Girls getting their own anime. It's pretty much, they've taken all of their consoles and given them female personalities, and it's going to be an anime called um, Sega Girls. Or Sega. Yeah, well, the, char- the characters were actually used in um, a Vita game yeah. uh, called Sa- Samurai right. and Dragons. Yeah I, see, yeah, I noticed that. And so now they're going to actually make, uh, I guess, make the concept of the girls into an anime. Yes. That's going to be quite interesting because I see um, the design aspect for the Sega Master System or the Mark III. It's going to be quite interesting because a lot of um, a lot of Sega's, a few of Sega's consoles never made it to the U.S. So it's going to be a little bit confusing, especially with some of the name changes like the Sega Master System and the Master System 2 that came here, I believe in Japan was known as the Mark II and the Mark III. And as we all know, in the U.S., it was the Genesis. Everywhere else, it was the Mega Drive. And then they kind of kept the naming system the same across the board. I'm waiting for, to see how uh, broken and a uh, joke character like the uh, 32X version is. Hmm. There's only so one. I actually, I actually had one of those add-ons. Hmm. The sa- I like the design of the of the Saturn and the Mega Drive. 32X it kind of reminds me kind of reminds me of uh, of a Vocaloid in a way. Actually, a couple of them do, but. Uh, moving on, um, as you know, there there is. Since they announced like the live action Attack on Titan uh, movie, more there's been more uh, not scrutiny but more information leaking about other series going live action. There is now t- more talk of the live action loop in the third movie, which is coming out in August, and pictures have been released. So far, from the general consensus of some of my friends, they aren't too fond of um, a Fujiko. Because Fujiko... They're not, they're not fond of Fujiko because she doesn't have tits. Yeah, I was trying that, to be... That she doesn't have giant tits. I was trying to be kind of nice about that, but that's okay. <laughs> no, that's what everybody's mm. complaints are, because the name Fujiko is a play off of that. Mm. So they believe that, you know, she should have her namesake. But at the same time, she looks... Like... the. The characters themselves look good, mm-hmm. and I don't give up. Ca- I don't care about her tits if they are acting right. Mm-hmm. If the guy playing Lupin doesn't get that manic kind of, you know, giddy, jumping around bullshit that he gets. Spazzy. Mm. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, that's what will make me rage quit. And as Scarlet says, CGI boobs then. <laughs> is it just me or does it look like Lupin's wearing vinyl pants? They're and probably leather. That's what I'm thinking, leather. But um, the jacket looks like... 
Not, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like crushed velvet type. Yeah. Yeah, it looks. I'm hoping that that's just you know the lighting aspect. Yeah. Because I mean it's not exactly a very quality picture. It isn't. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's just that kind of aspect, and not that it's you know a velvet jacket and leather mm -hmm. pants, because that's that might be a little bit um weird. Gotcha. Now, now that we got that the way, we're going to go ahead and quickly run through the n news from Japan. Skype line is open. You can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session, but due to the time, you will be limited to pretty much five minutes for each for, for the calls. So if you want to go ahead and give us a buzz, you can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. If you went to Paxis, we want to brief, we want to hear from you. If you want to talk about something else that we briefly covered on today's show or our previous episode, do that too. Give us a call. We will believe you. Uh, let's go with this first one. And okay, okay, Mako, you're getting your touch back with the weird Japanese news. <laughs> Hey, it's not that I'm getting my touchback. It's just that people have been, you know, they've been posting the weird Japanese news. Like I can this, only find what's posted. Like this one. 84 toilets in Tokyo Park vandalized. Police in Tokyo's Narima Ward, which suddenly the theme from Ranma runs from my head, but that's Rapongi Hills. But anywho, in Narima Ward said that 84 toilets in a public park in Hikari Gaioka were vandalized in the week between March 24th and April 1st. According to police, 21 toilets were vandalized in Oka Park on the night of March 24th. Another 63 toilet bowls and urinals in both men and women's toilets were smashed in the same park during the next week. Some were smashed again after they were repaired, according to park officials. And the park is open 24 hours a day. Did a toilet kill <laughs> this guy's parents or something? No, see, I, I like this comment. The police, the police must be determined to flush out the perpetrators. Oh dear God! <laughs> it's an it's a nonstop flow of toilet puns, isn't it? Um, not that I see, but some of them are uh, some of them are kind of funny. Like one person kind of threw it up and said, "Fuck it," along the lines of, "Let me guess, the suspect will be an unemployed man with no fixed address." Hey yo. Uh, someone says, "Looks like someone ha <laughs> looks like someone has had enough of washikis." Okay. I doubt the police will catch the vandal as they have nothing to go on. <laughs> All right, I'll admit that was a good one. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. That was just terrible. Oh man. Uh, shall we move on? Yes. Yeah, Marco, take the next I'm, one. I, I'm just gonna sit here and you know, like, just keep reading them if uh, we don't move on. Okay. Uh, who's taking the next one? Marco, you go ahead and take the next one. All right. So uh, here's some uh, drunken, disorderly police. Uh, Saitama Prefecture policeman was arrested after he damaged the trunk of a taxi while intoxicated. Uh. According to the police, the 27-year-old officer um, from Urawa Police Station was arrested for property damage. It was reported that the incident occurred just before 1am um, near the Omaya Station. 
Police said the officer was standing in the way of a taxi driving in the roundabout, and as the car drove around him, he turned around and pounded the trunk of the car with his fist, denting it. Um... Following his arrest, the policeman was quoted by police as saying he was so drunk that he couldn't even remember the incident. <laughs> wow. There must and be they some have settled and dropped the uh, charges. That must be some serious sake. Phrase their bag, both <laughs> of you. <laughs> Shall I uh, continue with the drunken disorderly? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Drunk and disorderly, number two. Drunk police officer arrested for intruding in store. A policeman has been arrested for trespassing in a store in Yokosuka, uh, police said. Um, according to police, the 26-year-old officer entered the organic food store by the staff uh, by the staff entrance around 4.30 p.m. on Saturday. It was, it was reported at the time there were no customers and an employee contacted police to report a suspicious intruder. Police said Sayaki was drunk when they arrived. He was quoted by police as saying he had been out drinking with a friend after going off duty. Um, basically, the pre, uh, police prefecture uh, apologized for the incident at a news conference and said that the behavior was unacceptable for a police officer. You don't fucking say. <sighs> Before we continue... Work, work the beat in Camden. Then get back to me about drinking it because of your job. Or certain parts of New York City and Brooklyn and Queens and Bronx. But as Dungeon Buster says, in reference to our first um, in a, our first um, article, a wild toilet bowl appears. Will you A, smash it, B, flush it, C, plug it up with toilet paper? <laughs> and Nemesis follows up with D, poop in it. Oh, <sighs> man. So, yeah, uh, the comments are, you know, a little bit off on this one too like drunk at 4.30 enough said was he looking for some tidbits uh, but yeah this goes to show I mean Japan as a culture really into drinking and you know when your friends are higher up in the company than you and they want you to go drinking you don't tell them no that could cost you your job so you have no choice but to go out drinking with them yes and because of this um most the majority of uh, precincts across Japan have changed their motto to to protect and serve yourself. How much you want to bet these cops had neck, had neckties you know, tied sideways on their heads while, while they were uh, doing this uh, disorderly shit? Oh, God. And, oh, one more. Yes. And I have Eight. to change the music for this one, so go ahead. A 60-year-old man arrested for trying to steal girls' underwear and cheap. God damn it, why do I always get the bad ones? Well, before you go ahead and get it, get into that one, we have a call on the Skype line. Oh, you thank God. <laughs> hey, Hi, you're, hey, you're on live with Anime Jam Session. Who are, we, who are we chilling with tonight? Uh, the usual candy jam. Hey, what's up? Hello. Um, nothing much. I just wanted to kind of like talk about the Oculus Rift because like I've seen a lot about it and um I didn't know if this was known, but there are already hentai games for it, which is I think hysterical. Now what? It would be more hysterical if they were interactive hentai games. Oh, somewhat, God. somewhat. They've gotten oh, wow. where they've gotten where you can hug and kiss. And um, it's actually really funny because if you look up um, a YouTuber by the name of Kasich, 
he actually, um, his brother will upload these games for him, not tell him anything about it, and he has to play through them. You have to link me to these later, because I have to share these. And um, it, most of them do involve Miku, which I always thought was really ironic. Poor Miku. She's ah. always the first victim. Oh, they're all the things I could tell you, but move right along. Um, and also, the one of the biggest, like, um, things for the Oculus Rift is horror games. Slenderman. Oh, they have even worse. They have this one that's called, um, I forget the actual name. It, it's more like a ride. Like, you walk through the whole thing, and it does all the jump scares at you. Wow. And I... And it is terrifying. Like, um, I, I have one friend who's played um, one game on it, and, she was, and I was told, don't ever do it. It's terrifying. I was like, I want to do it so bad. <laughs> and as ActDef says, Black Wolf must be pleased. For those of you who don't know, Bobby Black Wolf over at the Bobby Black Wolf Show, he is an Oculus Rift developer. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I just wanted to say that, and... Love your guys' show and everything. I always tune in when I can. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a supporter. Okay, have a great night. We will. Thanks a lot. You too. And that was Candy Jam. You can find her on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Candy Jam Cosplay, or just Facebook search Candy Jam Cosplay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, a 60-year-old man has been arrested for attempting to steal a girl's underwear in Chiba City. According to police, the suspect, identified as Hiromi Nagasaki, climbed onto the first balcony of an apartment in Wakaba Ward earlier last Monday morning. NTV reported that he was grabbing underwear off the line. A 15-year-old girl who lives in the apartment saw him and screamed. Members of the family <sighs> detained Nagasaki until police, uh, Nagasaka until police arrived. But they beat the shit out of him, too. Following his arrest, around 250 items of women's underwear were found in the suspect's apartment. I began to get interested in women's underwear sometime in my 20s. I had stolen underwear a few times before then as well. Ugh. Well, the reason why I'm playing this song, it's from Ron Mon Half the Movie, Big Trouble in Nekonlong, China. In the beginning, you hear this movie as Hapozai is running around stealing all the girls' underwear. So I what figured... What a hole, what a hole, what a hole! Give me back my underwear, you purr! Yeah, I think it kind of fits. And as Active went to correct me, uh, Black Wolf isn't an Oculus developer. He's more of a supporter. So, my bad. I thought he had did some more tinkering with it. My mistake. And, yeah. <sighs> sometimes, I, sometimes I wonder, but then on the same token, I shouldn't be surprised either. Or, or you can just chalk it up as pretty much a normal day in the world in the world in the world of Japan I guess who knows mm. all right we're going to want to live in a world where this is considered normal how about that order of land of chocolate uh, eating the same thing every single time every single day can get really boring so unless you're homer simpson mm, purple go oh. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to take a final break and wrap things up. So we will be back.
And now we bring things down to end of a close of another amazing episode of Anime Jam Session. And the Skype laptop is still updating Windows 7 updates for the last, oh, ten minutes. Oh, well. It is a piece of crap laptop anyway, so, you know. It is what it is. Alright. Let's go ahead and, and start winding down. If you, me. Okay, cool. If you have any questions about the show, just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Compliments, complaints, flames, trains, planes, automobiles, chaos, donations, all types of whatever. Got something on your mind? Just let us know. We'll talk about it if we have to. Definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, home of our podcast and other amazing articles. Um, for some reason, if you cannot access the podcast due to filters at work or something, you can always find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. We are also on YouTube. You can find us at YouTube.com slash TV. We also have individual face uh, YouTube pages. You can find me at DJ Ron S. Ari is at Ari22682. And Mako is at Jupe Luna. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for the latest on our articles, photos, videos, uh, cons that we're going to, and then some. Um, if you want to follow us individually, you can find me at DJ Ron S. Ari is at The Ari Man. And Mako's at Joe Videa. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And we're still going strong with over 2,700 likes. I just gotta say, thank you. As long as you continue to like the page, like the photos, the videos, the articles, and the links, we'll just keep adding more. Just let us know what you like and don't like. We're here to help you guys out the best that we can. And if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at I am DJ Ron Mas, or that DJ Ron Mas guy. Uh, Mako is Makoto Mako Chankino or Mako Chan. You can't miss hers. Her avatar is um, picture of angry uh, Mandy from Grim Adventures. And there is awesome, uh, writingly talented Ari Rockefeller. You can find him at Facebook.com/slash Ari Rockefeller. And as we're talking about that, I want to give um quick shout out to some of the cosplayers and photographers I met at PAX East because they gave me their card, and I have a stack here. Um, let's see. Let's start with this. I would like to give shout-outs to the people at Habitat. That was a great game I played. Um, I want to give shout-outs to people at RageQuitProfanity.com. see what else we have here. Uh, Nintendo Underdogs Reorchestrate. They have a Kickstarter going for sweet uh, Nintendo chiptune music. IamThink.com, a local photographer. Solendria Cosplay, who I ran into at PAX. She was dressed as um, Ariel, and she was also doing work for uh, NerdCaliber.com. Um, I'm not giving this person's name out over the air, because even though they gave me the card, you can find her on the Penny Arcade forums as Miss Moogle. And... Let's see, what is this one? I believe this is a bunch of uh, cosplayers or a photography group. Goes by the name uh, Spectre Studio. They're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Spectre Studio. There. I got them all out the way. Now, like I said, we're on the VOG Network. Thursday, no, Tuesdays at 9.30, Thursdays at 1. We're not the only uh, geek-centric podcast on this network. 
there are plenty of others for you to, to sink your teeth into. If you like watching television, movies, reading books, following British programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, what's going on with Hollywood. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Understation Live. It's four separate shows with four different points of view on so many different topics that can be same and yet different on throughout the week. You definitely want to check those out. And if you like what we do here on Tuesday nights, you want to check out Electric Sisterhood. They're more, they're the sisters here, more of a female perspective of what we do on Anime Jam Session, but some shows is just anime, some shows is gaming, some is tech. It all depends on what they have up the, up the alley. They're on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, and then after them is our pre-show, and then we're on live, so yeah. And if you like playing uh, MMOs, um, Dota-style games, you want to check out WoW Wednesdays, because it's Girls Gone WoW at 12, followed by Horde House at 10. Uh, Horde House is now more uh, general MMOs. I believe they're now playing FF14 and a few other um, MMO-based games. If you like Star Trek, you want to check out the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast Thursdays at 4 p.m. Don't miss it. And then on Sunday nights, it's the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. The cornerstone programming of the VOG Network. It's two shows about video games, uh, what's going on, video game politics, culture, from an independent point of view. If you want to hear what the little guy has to say with the big voice, these are the definitely two shows you want to check out. Now, last words, Mako-chan. So, yeah, remember last week we were talking about that uh, Marvel disc thing? Mm-hmm. What about I found the episodes. Oh, God. So oh, I, will be, I will be watching that tonight. Oh, boy. Ari. Everyone's talking about PAX East, but I'm just sitting here thinking about Nauticons. Mm, fair enough. Oh, what a, what, and how much I'm going to drink up there. Oh, boy. Uh, for me... Picking up my PS3 tomorrow so I can finish watching uh, Ron the One Half Blu-rays. I'll be sorting through the swag that I got and be giving some away, away as um, giveaways on our Facebook page. And I think I got some league stuff I will be giving out as well. And I am one pony away from the entire collection for for the second set that came out. I just need a, um, a, a Rainbow Dash and I'm good. Just remember that that league stuff uh, expires on Friday. Will do. Oh, trust me. I don't think anybody's going to forget that it's going to expire next Friday. I mean, this Friday. Doubt it. Um, yeah, and that's it. Looking at the calendar, we'll be here next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. Um, I will be talking to Avalon Cosplay. She may be on the show next week because she went to a local con this weekend while we were out called Kogura Con. If she has time to show up, she will. If not, uh, we'll see if we get the uh, con report up. We'll see what we can do, okay? So, that is it. End of list. Ah, oh, it's been fun. Love you guys. Definitely be doing this same time next week. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Bye-bye. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. 
Good night, Makuchan. <laughs> it's a very tiny tunish thing. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!